straight up, I'm just gonna dive right into this one, Fit Farm fam, because I literally just got home from the pharmacy and what the what happened, the epiphany I had was something that will light up the quality of your pharmacy life, hopefully as much, if not more, than it has in mine, because I started to realize something that I've been doing that has really just given me a lot of joy and just reignited this, this passion that brought me into pharmacy in the first place. Uh, so without drawing on, let's dive right into it. It's story time. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day we break through. It's a day. So I was working my shift at a club pharmacy and walked out to give a vaccine to a patient as we do every five seconds nowadays, right? But this time, something happened. As I approached this patient, she told me something I didn't expect, but I'm sure you've heard time and time again. She said, I'm terribly afraid of needles, but that wasn't it. She went further. She said, I actually have a phobia, so if I cry, I'm sorry. Cry, I asked her. She said to me, yeah, actually, I legit cried at my last two vaccinations. She wasn't kidding. I didn't even get a word out, and she was already like visibly trembling to the point where you could visually see how scared she was. So when I saw this, and I had, um, I had not, this is not something common that I see. I see people, you know, a little nervous, a little scared, but not like this level where it's like clearly a conditioned terror. So when I saw this, I had to make a choice for how I was going to show up as her vaccinating pharmacist. Like literally, I'm the dude with the needle. So I decided to do one simple thing. I asked a simple question to myself. I said, how can I turn this around and not only give her her vaccination that she needs and wants, but create an experience that will make her feel safe and encouraged. So the answer that I found was very clear. I had to get resourceful. Now, when you've got hundreds of scripts in the queue, dozens of other patients waiting for the vaccines, phones ringing off the hook, all this stuff going on, and you've only got about literally four square feet of space to work with, you need to become what I call innovatively resourceful. Use what you have available to improve the situation to serve your patient at the highest level possible. With this intention in mind, here's what happened. I acknowledged her concerns. Like I wasn't just, oh, it'll be fine. No, like I acknowledged her concerns and then I began to verify her information. And that's when the answers started to appear. Because when someone has a vaccine, what do you do? Confirm the name and date of birth. So when I did that, I realized that her birthday was only weeks away, like it was coming up. So I said something just intuitively. Oh my gosh, happy early birthday. I'm so sorry your GPS misdirected you. You were trying to go out to get shots to celebrate, but it redirected you here instead not the shots 
of birthday celebrations are made of, but I'll do my best. I'll, I'll do my best to make sure that I don't disappoint. This totally flipped her state because she wasn't expecting that. And I don't think anyone's really expecting that when they talk to me, but that's just who I am. I can't help it. I want to bring joy and flip that around. So here's what happened. When I did that, around the corner, her child walked up and it was just Halloween like not too long ago. So again, you had to get resourceful. What did I have? I had her date of birth. The fact that it was coming up soon to the current date. It was just Halloween. She had a kid. Put two and two together and you can start to ask these questions. So I asked, what'd you dress up as? I shifted the attention away from her and the vaccine to her kid who she cares deeply about. And then I asked a really important question. Did you get any king-size candy bars? That's when my patient's state began to shift because I think I made her hungry. But it was just as she was answering the question for her child, you could sense her state started to shift because she was living the memory of trick-or-treating in her mind's eye to the point where she, before she even finished sharing that story, the vaccine was already administered. I already done it. Then she realized my trickery, and ironically, as she was telling me a story about trick-or-treating, realizing the shot was done with, something magical happened. She actually started laughing and with a smile said, wow, I didn't even feel that. You're really good. Like this is a quote, I'm not patting myself on the back, but this is a quote to which I replied as I always do. Thank you. Tell all your friends. I aim for no pain. Summing that experience up with just a dose of something unexpected to raise her up and comfort her fears and allow her to see that even when things are scary, you can find joy in every moment. Now, I've been a vaccinating pharmacist for nearly a decade working full-time in community. And I've seen all kinds of people, amazing people, who didn't like needles, were scared of needles. Some had to you know, hold their spouse's hand to, to get through it because they were that uncomfortable. But I've never experienced a patient to that level of fear. So I put what I've been using through these years to the test and it worked. So I wanted to share it with you in hopes that at least one of these tips I'm about to share can make you a tip-top vaccinator to help ease your patient's concerns while administering vaccinations. So summing up how to do this, like that took practice to whip that out real quick under the pressure and everything else. Uh, but to sum this up, there are four simple tips you can use when administering vaccines to ensure a smooth, painless, and entertaining vaccination station. The first thing you need to do is focus on the birthday, because here's the reality. You have to ask, and they have to tell you. So make sure you use it well. You have to ask, they have to tell, so make sure you use it well. Straight up Shakespeare in here. <laughs> All right, I digress, but seriously, the date of birth they give you will likely be close to a holiday, 
the current day you're speaking with them, like so their birthdays either just happen or coming up. So you could say something like happy early birthday or happy belated birthday or any other way you can use the birthday to genuinely connect with them and build rapport. Because once you establish that, it will deepen their feelings of trust and comfort, making it an easy interaction. Because if someone's tense and freaking out, it's gonna hurt, period. Doesn't matter if you're good or not. It's gonna hurt because that's where their focus is. That's their feeling. But if you can change their state by building rapport, using their birthday, and getting resourceful with it, you can put them at ease and allow that to go smooth. Number two is the power of questions. Because questions direct your focus. So use them to your advantage. Especially, and this is the key moment, right before you're about to administer your injection. Now, this sounds overly simple, but it works like magic. And I am not overplaying this. It's seriously that effective. If your patient is focusing on their fear, thinking and asking maybe even out loud, how big's the needle and all that kind of stuff, that's what they'll feel. The fear, the rigidity that they're tensed up and not even aware of. Now, if they're instead directed to focus on fun plans or the weekend ahead, you'll shift their state and have a better chance at a painless experience. You get what you're focusing on, so be sharp and have them focus on something they want. Something I do is if it's around the end of the week, I'll say, the weekend's coming up, any fun plans? Or if it's any other day, just say, you know, any fun dinner plans or just make it really specific so that it leads them to think about something that has a fun aura around it. Food and the weekend tend to be good categories. Third thing, band-aids. You're gonna use one, you know it, so use it as a conversation piece. Now this is getting resourceful, but I'm telling you, this works. Listen to this. If your pharmacy only has the generic tan color, you know, like the standard Band-Aid, say something and use that to your advantage. Say something like, the last guy took all the SpongeBob Band-Aids. I hope you'll understand and not be offended. Now for adults, this works like magic to crack a smile. But for the kids, not so much because they actually want that. So they might end up asking you if you have the Ninja Turtle ones instead. Which leads me to a really unique experience that you can encounter. These are somewhat more rare, but they're literally awe. They're magic and they're unexpected in a pharmacy, let alone an interaction where you're, you're sticking a needle in someone's arm. But you can encounter this when you focus on wonder, which leads to the fourth tip. Let your patient be a kid again. Think about it. Most of them are adulting and focused on the stuff. Maybe they have to get vaccinated for work and all the things. While they're there thinking of all the things they have to do, all the things they're behind on. And when's the last time they were a kid again? Reconnect them with feeling like a kid by doing something silly, like offering them a lollipop, saying like, I'll give you a lollipop if you don't scream too loud. Now obviously, be mindful of your diabetic patients. Or something like, you'll get a gold star or a smiley sticker when you're done. 
when you make these with a humor tone, you'll witness literally magic. I have witnessed so many amazing stories shared by patients when I do something. And real talk, like I didn't have this intention, but doing this so many times over the years, I started to notice literal magic happen in these interactions. And these interactions that I'm describing, by the way, it takes a lot longer for me to explain them than they actually happen. All, this, all these interactions take like literally 20, 30 seconds. But when you do this repetitively, you're going to see this kind of magic come and just it, it's just part of it. So when you do these things like, you know, let's say you're doing like a 50 year old, 50 year old dude vaccination, okay? Like, oh, if you behave, we'll give you a vaccine or we'll give you, we'll give you a lollipop. If you're really good, I'll give you a sticker, you know, something playful. That's really, that's really the, the focus you want to be is a playful, genuine, good spirited tone, body language, voice tone, all that stuff. Because when you make these comments, what happens is something interesting. They can share amazing stories with comments about like their vaccine experiences. Like, so you're, you're talking in this tone, you're, you're putting this experience, like if you're okay, I'll give you a lollipop and, and it'll actually put them back in their childhood. And they might say something like, you know, I remember back when I got lollipops and I was a kid, or they're still sharing stories of their past. And here's something else that's really cool. If they have their kids with them, the kids will actually gang up on them and tease them in a playful way. And it creates this beautiful dynamic where they let out their inner child and have a really fun dialogue with their kids. One I saw a couple weeks ago is they were saying that, you know, oh, they just got their, their shot last week or, you know, recently, and uh, they got a scoop of ice cream. This actually happened like recently. I remember this. They got it. I told them if they, if they, you know, did well and let, let the nurse do her thing because they're the doctor's office that I'd get them some ice cream. So I used that. I leveraged that to my advantage. So I said to their kid, I said, well, did they tell you that if they don't cry, then you get a double scoop after this? And it creates this magical dynamic, you know, and they might give you a look, but no, seriously, it's just so fun. Everyone's smiling. And this is why, like, this is why you're given a vaccine. So this is really powerful stuff. This takes some time, but it's so simple. You just have to try this. It's overly simplistic. And ev literally everything I'm describing is so important for you to recognize that it can be done. And with that being said, I know there's some naysayers out there, people that are hearing this and they might be rolling their eyes so hard they're giving themselves whiplash, thinking, Adam, it's just a vaccine. I don't have time for this. Okay, Sweet Brown, well, here's two bonus points for you from that all too common thought. One, if you view a vaccine as just a vaccine, that's exactly what it'll be. But if you realize that it's actually a gift to have a one-on-one -on -one time with a patient away from, you know, all the other lines, all the phones, all that, but like you're in your isolated vaccination spot, might be for a brief time, about 20 seconds, really. But it's the silence amidst the storm, so to speak. And you'll see that the opportunity of having those 20 some seconds to genuinely serve your patient and tap into some of the core reasons you decided to become a pharmacist in the first place will start to come out. And the more you do it, 
the more in tune you'll be, the more focused you'll be on those intentions. So my challenge for you is to try it and see what happens. Years ago, I did, and the impact on all sides, me, the patient, my team, the community, has been so profound, here I am sharing it with you in hopes you'll enjoy this gift of time too. Second thing of saying, I don't have time for this, it's just a vaccine. Number two, you're gonna be doing it anyway. All of these tips that I've shared in this episode literally took way longer to explain than to actually do. Like this is like a, what, a 20 minute episode or whatnot, but this is really like 20 seconds of implementation. All of the tips I shared in this episode do not require any extra time, money, or resources from what you already have. Because here's a dose of truth you need to hear. All you have is all you need. A dose of creativity, focus on resourcefulness, and intention to make the most of the moments you have is what's gonna flip your script from dreading the burden of all the shots to looking forward to them because they bring an opportunity into an unknown interaction you're about to have that could be a double-edged blessing for both the patient and you. How will you serve this patient more than they expect? How can you give them a dose of unexpected joy and wonder? Questions like that will totally transform how you choose to show up in your pharmacy practice. I know because that's exactly what it's done for me. And the reason I'm sharing this, the reason I created this podcast, the reason I was thinking about this when I was coming back home from the pharmacy is so that you can experience it too. Because I hear way too many stories of the opposite. Because we face the challenges. We face all the stuff we're expected to do. All these unexpected roles from the pandemic and all this added onto our workload and everything else. And I hear all the burnout. I hear of all the complaints. I hear of all that. And it's all that's real. I'm not saying ignore it, but what I'm saying is, what if instead of focusing on what's wrong, you choose to focus on what's right? It's not ignoring anything. It's just flipping what you're experiencing in a way that serves your patient, you, and ultimately what you're doing this for. So I hope you really try this because while this was a, an interesting story, there's some really great points that I have seen work over and over and over again in my career and in the pharmacists and pharmacy students that I've mentored over the years. So I genuinely hope you try this the next time you're administering a vaccination and really get resourceful. It really can inject some unexpected joy when you need it, especially this flu season. So if you found these tips helpful or you have tips that like you didn't hear mentioned, but you've been using them and you find a lot of value, I genuinely wanna hear them, like I wanna know. So if that's you, if you've got tips you wanna share on how to really take your vaccination practice to the next level, please send me a DM. I really wanna hear what you're doing so that I can integrate those two and probably share them on another episode. So send me a DM on Instagram at the fit pharmacist, for real. And with that being said, thank you for listening. Have you subscribed to this podcast? If this is your first time, welcome. But if you've been listening, if you check in here and there, you do not wanna miss an episode. 
If you enjoyed what you heard here, the value and the entertainment, you don't want to miss a dose of this, for real. Because we have all kinds of content in how you can really be the fit pharmacist of your pharmacy, leading your community by being the change you wish to see. How to do that is from literally the top leaders in the profession on this podcast. There's a new episode every week, and if you enjoyed this episode, you won't want to miss a single one. So go right now, click the subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to be a supportive member of the Fit Pharmacist community. This podcast, the whole reason I put time into this, it was created for you. So I'm forever grateful to have you be a part of it. And with that being said, enjoy it. Pharmacy is what you make of it. So go forth, be great, and dispense your full potential. God bless. I see my victory so clear. I see my victory so clear. It's a day we break through.